Vinny Mancello is a Republican strategist from Glasshouse Strategies. He's in the KRLD Zoom room. Vinny, your reaction to Senator McConnell deciding that he's had enough of leadership? Well, you know, I think this is something we saw coming. Uh, you know, he's he's an older guy. Uh, there are some questions about his health going forward. And so, you know, it's probably, you know, really in his own personal interest, you know, the right time to step down. Um, so this is, uh, you, you know, you probably want me to uh, uh, set up the fight coming up and, and what's going on there, right? Uh, right now, I think it's, you know, Cornyn versus Thune. Um, I think those are the two front runners, obviously, Texas Senator uh, John Cornyn and, and South Dakota Senator John Thune. Um, those are the two front runners uh, that are coming up right now. How does this work as far as deciding on leaders? We've we've seen all of the controversy that they've gone through in, in trying to right. elect a Speaker of the House. Leadership in the Senate is not so easily tossed aside as we saw with uh, former Speaker Kevin McCarthy, where it just took a, a handful of people to upend his speakership. Well, typically the Senate is the more, um, you know, sober adult, you know, uh, half of the government usually. And and I think there are some people who are big fans of Cornyn and Thune, um, but I think there's some who are not. Uh, you, you know, I think, it, you know, I'm not sure either one of them are necessarily Donald Trump approved, you know, to be to be the new majority leader. Um, so it's, it's going to be tough. It shouldn't be as tough as it is in the House. Um, you know, again, the, the Senate, you, you kind of know where everybody is at. Um, so but I, but I don't think it's going to be as easy as it has been. You know, I don't think it's going to be a shoe in for any of those. Uh, we may even see uh, Senator Mike Lee throw his hat in the ring, somebody who's a little further right than uh, than Cornyn and Thune. So it should be fairly simple. But uh, every time I say that, it's not. Yeah, the whole thing with the Senate is there are so few people involved in the Senate, obviously, 435 to just 100. And if your party is at least 50 or 51, mm -hmm. you have the majority. If you're less than that, you're you're in the minority. Is it easier for them to find one particular person that they can uh, stand behind than getting into the, the little nitpicky fights they can get for different branches of the same party? I, I think so. In the Senate, obviously, you've got a hundred people who are who are to, to choose from, and a hundred people who will who will decide. Senator Cornyn, very well respected member of Senate. Not everybody loves him, but I think everybody respects him. Uh, Senator Thune currently is the is the majority whip. Um, I, you know, I, I kind of feel like he likes that job, and and may and may just say, you know what, uh, Cornyn, you go you go take it. But yeah, it is. Uh, it's all about respect. Um, and it's all about getting those votes. And you can't just win with um, you know, with one faction or another. You've got to get you've got to get 51 people. Tell me about uh, Senator McConnell and the leadership they had, both in the minority and in the majority. Well, you know, listen, it's a, it's another world record. We sort of we had you know Nancy Pelosi leave leadership after a very long time. Mitch McConnell leaving leadership after a very long time. And and he's a great player. He is a great, you know, there, there are people that love him and people that hate him, but he is a legendary political player who has gotten a lot done. Very big shoes to fill. Um, but I think both the people we're talking about, Cornyn and Thune, very different style uh, than McConnell has. How is it when uh, we saw this with Pelosi when she left as the Speaker of the House and decide, and then the House Minority Leader, that she gave up the power in that, but yet she still maintained her position. Is that mm -hmm. a difficult thing? Would that be a difficult thing for Senator McConnell to just be a senator again? 
you know, I, I, I think it becomes the elder statesman. And, and I think this is also the first the first step in him saying he's not going to run again. You know, again, I think he's got health problems. He's he's really, you know, up there in age and uh, should go home. You know, <laughs> at this point, you've done a great job. Go, go home. Um, but I think he'll take on an elder statesman status in the Senate. You can do that. Yeah. Let's talk about so let's talk about something else here real quick here. Let's go into Texas politics itself is there's also division in the party here with with everyone going after a lot of House members in the state in the state house. Those that decided to to vote to impeach the Mm -hmm. attorney general. That seems to be a flashpoint at this point uh, among the the division in the party. Yeah. And to me, what's what's really um, what's really on the ballot is the influence of, of the governor and the influence of Attorney General Paxton. They have both lined up, uh, you know, in, uh, in a lot of races, especially here in North Texas, on opposite sides of the fence with the governor endorsing and supporting a lot of incumbents and the Attorney General uh, recruiting uh, candidates to run against those incumbents. So it's going to be fascinating to watch. That's what's really on, on the ballot. And, and I think, you know, if I, if I had to handicap it a little bit, it's advantage governor. Uh, if you are endorsed by Governor Abbott, you are getting uh, you're getting a lot of hard work from the governor. He's showing up at events. He's spending campaign dollars to run ads on your behalf um, and really doing a great job. Um, so I, I feel like uh, uh, that's what's on the ballot and, and it's advantage Governor Abbott right now. Is it more of the the fight, the battle between the governor and the attorney general than it is the Trump factor in Texas? You know, I, I think uh, you know the Trump the Trump factor is is really important, and in a few of those races, the president has endorsed, which is so unusual for the president to endorse, you know, a state rep race. Um, and and we're going to watch that closely. You know, I think if you have um, if you have the the Trump endorsement, I think that's incredibly powerful. Uh, but in the case I'm looking I'm looking at my cheat sheet here, um, I, I think one of the places where you see a Trump endorsement the, that that candidate already has a Paxton endorsement and an Abbott endorsement. So I'm really watching those races where you have where you have Abbott on one candidate and Paxton on the other. Which races really could, you know, really are so close that uh, those endorsements could make could swing the uh, could swing the vote. Well, hey, look, you know, all of them, you know, let's be let's be honest. These are these are fairly low turnout affairs. Um, and, and you're, you're going to have just the, you know, what we call the four out of four voters, people who vote in four out of four elections, the, the, the high information, very motivated uh, voters. Um, but, I, but I would say in, in some of these, I'm, I'm, again, I'm sorry, I'm looking at my cheat sheet. Um, you know, I think uh, the, the race with uh, Glenn Rogers versus Mike Alcott, which is, which is uh, House District 60, that has been a really, a really hot race and it's been tough. Uh, Glenn Rogers has none of those endorsements. Uh, Mike Al- Alcott, who who lost narrowly, Glenn Rogers has all those endorsements. So, so I think that could be one. Um, Gary Deaver, Van Deaver, up in the northeastern part of the state, District One, um, he's got his hands full in that race. How is that? I've never understood this about, especially in primary races, where you have candidates from the same party going after each other and literally going after each other. That right. once the primary is done. How tough is it for those candidates who went against each other so severely to join together? Yeah, and, and in this particular uh, cycle, you know, not only are they going after each other, they're going after each other in ways that are they're pretty hurtful. I mean, it's like, oh, you're a Republican in name only. You're not really a conservative. You're voting with Nancy Pelosi. Th- those are fighting words in, in this part of the world. 
So, you know, normally it's like, you know, the election's over, you shake hands and, and you move on. I'm not so sure it's going to happen this time. These are really, really nasty races. 